I should be protected from not having to see other people's wieners. Can we build it? Yes, we can. Welcome to Movie Mugging, the Father and Son podcast that's now offering mustache rides to our platinum Patreon subscribers. Oh, I can't really grow a very good one, so it's going to be more ticklish than rough. Well, that's okay, because if you're paying uh, $4,600 a month to be part of our platinum program, I am then, not uh, giving you a mustache ride. I'm not giving anybody a mustache ride. If somebody paid us $4,600 a month to pump out four episodes a month... And all it took was just a one mustache ride a, a year for them. We give two mustache rides. Are we really starting this episode off with one of these? Sure. 4600 $4, a month. That's yeah. a lot a year. You give a mustache ride and I give a mustache ride. I, I get to pick the first person to do well, the mustache ride. What if it's ride. like, what if it's the real life Homer Simpson? That's what I've been thinking this whole time. Well, so. I'm eating some like fat, hairy old guy's ass. And he's sitting on my face, so I'm suffocating in it. And it's just the stench is horrible. I'm probably not even going to be able to complete the mustache ride without <laughs> just vomiting. When is the mustache ride completed? Well, my first thought would have been when the other person, like, comes. But then, like, well, then I guess with the dude, you could make it go pretty quick. If you can tickle the prostate just right, you'll just nut, so... Will you do some research on that for me? Because <laughs> I haven't opened that tier yet on uh, on Patreon. Matter of fact, I think that's you know that's going to be the only tier that we have. Is we're just if we're going to well, do it, we're going to come out strong. It really depends on who our platinum Patreon people are. I bet it'd be Gary. Would you give Gary? <laughs> would you give Gary a mustache no, ride? That's... <laughs> well, hey, Gary, you got my number. <laughs> Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is it. This is episode number 169. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're both really hungry and it's time to dine. When you eat the hairy box and get a spit shine. When three pairs of lips are covered in slime. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. So do you understand now, son? Yeah, I think I actually get it. When I'm licking on her privates and she licks mine. When our mouths in junk get all intertwined. When our heads and genitals both align. It's sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Skip a double 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 dim bum bum. Sucking dick, eating pussy. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick, eating pussy all the motherfucking time, yo. Hey hey hey, we all get it. I think everybody gets it. All right. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time, yeah. Simple concept. Well, you better get ready, because it's about time for Movie Muggin episode... 169! <laughs> Boy! Woo! Was there an explosion, too? I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. remember that. <laughs> what, what is your rapper voice? 
<laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? You went like three octaves up. <laughs> what are you talking about? Your rapper voice in that song was way higher than your speaking voice, your regular voice. I don't know, man. And then mine, I, I went kind of country. You did. <laughs> I don't know, man. My uh, my raps just just fit the mood. You know, it was right. What is it? that supposed to mean? Your raps fit the mood, and yeah. that's the reason that your voice was high. Yep. What is the mood? Just you know, the the mood that needs to be set for a, a sixty nine. It was right. Just don't don't question the master. I'm wondering. Don't question the master. You're no more master than I am at that one. Would you ask Bruce Lee why he kicks like that? No, you wouldn't. Ask Chuck Norris. No, you wouldn't. He'd give you a roundhouse kick. You just don't. You don't question. Chuck you don't Norris question would greatness. get put in a wheelchair if he tried to do a roundhouse kick. He'd break something. Well, I hope you enjoyed that because it's going to be another hundred episodes before you hear that again. Yep, and it's going to be the same edit, but it's going to say two hundred. <laughs> All right, you ready to go to the 169th episode lobby? Sure. It looks just like the 168th episode lobby as well. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, I'm glad because it's uh, lobby time with Vincent Jack. Alright, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. I still can't transition to the lobby worth a fuck. I don't know why, but like I used to say, let's not dilly-dally, and I was like, well, that's stupid. I need to quit saying dilly-dally, and then I just have not been able to come up with anything good. I need a transition. MovieMuggin at gmail.com. No, we gotta make it up ourselves. Give me a good transition. I'll give you a Movie Muggin sticker, and I will say this transition to lobby time brought to you by, and I will uh, list your name for the first time. Okay. I mean, you say let's we're gonna come up with it ourselves, which means me. I wasn't involved in it before. But you just said it can't be that hard to figure out a replacement for let's not dilly down. Well, evidently it is. All right, so a couple things. Um I did a little research. Well, I didn't do any research. I, I looked up Allison Janney just to see what other movies she's been in. She she played Bren, the mom in uh, Juno, mm. the stepmom. We remembered she's in the way, way back. You didn't remember her, but she was like uh, one of the family friends who had the the little boy who had one of his eyes that turned to the side. I don't remember yeah. her at all. She was great. She was also in, uh, obviously, Juno, and uh, she was in American Beauty. I didn't remember her either. She was the wife of that next-door neighbor, Marine, who was the dad of the the drug dealer boy who ended up trying to kiss Kevin Spacey at the end, but Kevin Spacey didn't want to, and then he ended up killing Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it was it was his wife. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, of course you do. The only thing I remember about that movie is that Kevin Spacey played himself in real life. <laughs> um, Wanting to fuck a, a minor. That's literally it. I didn't know he died. I didn't know there was yeah. a drug dealer. I remember he went in like a school gym or something. Was he a teacher? No. No. Okay. okay. I don't remember shit about that movie, but that it was good. I mean, we found out last week that you don't remember shit about movies. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nobody's just- surprised there. But she was also in 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, was she the girl's mom? The girl's mom? The main girl? No, they didn't even have a mother. So, (laughs) no, she absolutely was not their mother. I think she died or left. Okay. So, do you remember the principal who was writing a trashy romance novel? Yes! Yep, that was her. Oh, gosh, wow. (laughs) Wow, it totally was. She was, like, trying to find synonyms for throbbing and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was her. Love her, man. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, also, we talked about how great the cast of Juno was, and I just threw out there, 
It may be tied with Little Miss Sunshine. So I just kind of went back through all the movies we've done. And I have my number one, but I just kind of wanted to check in with you because I feel like you might think that uh, possibly Scott Pilgrim versus the world might be better casted. So I kind of want to go over it real quick. Hmm. Um, we're not going to take too much time on this. Do you remember Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Is that yes? Do you, do you recall a movie of, of that title movies, that we did? One of the few movies that we've done that I have seen multiple times. All right. So kind of what I want to do is I want to like count, like and and just see who had like the amount of best people casted for the role. Okay. Okay. You kind of follow me on that. Yeah. So like with Juno, we had Elliot Page, we had Michael Sarah, we had Jason Bateman, Jennifer Garner, J.K. Simmons. Allison Janney, Rain Wilson. Um, we also decided that uh, Bleaker's mom was perfect, right? <laughs> yeah. So how many is that? Eight. So let's look at Little Miss Sunshine. We have uh, Abigail Breslin. We have Steve Carell. We have Paul Dano. We have Alan Arkin, Greg Kinnear, Tony Collette, the pageant MC, mm-hmm. The pageant instructor. Lady. Uh-huh. And Linda, the grief coordinator. Why am I blanking on <laughs> Linda. I the doctor said, remember. "Sorry, your sorry, your father died. Uh, a bereavement specialist will be with you in a second. Linda. Oh. And then she came in, and she was real. Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not, you're not leaving, and all that shit. I don't even remember. Okay, well, I, I how do I not remember? God Almighty, that's like five episodes ago. Whatever, that's nine. That oh. means it has one more perfectly okay. casted person. I, I think nine people were perfectly casted, and you could argue that the cop from uh, Breaking Bad who pulled them over and then saw all the smut magazines in the in the back seat and was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was pretty good, Okay, too. so nine or ten perfectly let's casted. Let's just do that. ten. Okay, okay. All right, so now let's look at Scott Pilgrim. And Scott Pilgrim, you can't say that all seven X's were casted perfectly. Okay, well, let's just go down the list. Because the twins, I mean, they didn't matter. But, you could but have made anybody the twins. There's more people in the movie than just seven oh. X's, Jack. Okay. Okay, I see. All right, so we got Michael Sarah. You think yep. that's... Okay. Ramona. Okay. You have the band, so that's three more people. Watch, hold on. Let me go in fucking order. Young okay? Neil We're only at two. Shut the fuck up. All right. Brie Larson is Envy Adams. Yep. Chris Evans. Yep. Kieran Culkin. Yep. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, I think she was good for her character. But perfectly casted? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like if we're saying that the cop was perfectly casted, we should say she was too. Okay. Well, we and you could be completely too. I'm just trying to think. Like, I'll I'll decide on it later. All right. Knives Chow. Yep. Todd. A vegan. (laughs) Yeah. The drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gideon Gordon. Yeah. He was pretty slimy. Um, Anna Kendrick is the sister. And that could have been somebody else. Exactly. Roxy Richer. Which character is that? You got I think she was she was the the, uh, the girl X. Yeah, that could have been anybody. Yep. Um, Matthew Patel. <laughs> yeah, they needed him. He looked weird. Young Neil. Yes, yeah, so that's all. Uh, at eleven right now. Stephen Stills. That's our guitarist yeah. guy and singer. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and that's pretty much it as far as those go. That's twelve, thirteen. If you count Aubrey Plaza, twelve or thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, so that's going to be your number one best casted movie. Yeah. So let me let me give you my two cents on Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, yes, Michael Sarah perfectly casted. Ramona, I think they could have got somebody else and it would have done just as great a job. Me personally, and I know that's probably sacrilegious to you. No, it's not sacrilegious. I mean, there's a fair argument either way, but yeah. I think she was okay. I don't know. I, I feel like she was right for it. Okay, uh, Brie Larson, Envy Adams, yes, yes. Um, Kieran Culkin, obviously, he got <laughs> yeah. my bucket of chicken. Uh, Chris Evans, yeah. Yeah, he's a good Aubrey douche. Plaza, they could have got anybody to do that. Knives Chow, yeah. Todd, eh. 
I mean, he was good. You I guess the, you could get in. Yeah. The drummer, absolutely. Gideon Gordon, I wasn't a big fan of him. He just he has a very punchable face, and that's yeah, why I would say yeah. yes. Anna Kendrick, yeah. If it's oh, a sister, yeah. could have got anybody to do that. So you're at six right now. Roxy Richer, yeah. Um, Patel, I mean, he yeah, he he was good. He was perfect. Um, Young Neil was good. The, the guitarist, he was he was good. I, I don't. I think they probably could have, you know, found anybody else to play him. Um, I think for me. Little Miss Sunshine is is my number one. That's fair. Yeah. If we were grading that on anything besides sheer numbers, Scott Pilgrim would have been third probably. But if I were to pick between like quality of Juno and Little Miss Sunshine, I don't think I could. I don't think I did last episode. I don't remember, but I couldn't right now. All right. And next, did you know we have a new segment, Jack? I don't know. Okay. Because it has not been unveiled yet, even to you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's got a little theme song. Of course it does. Someone took the time to write and hit send. Now I'm going to read it on the air, my friend. It's the email of the week. That was you? No, that was Neil Young. We got Neil Young to come in. (laughs) It didn't sound like you hardly at all. (laughs) So wait, what what were the lyrics? Somebody hit write and hit send? Somebody took the time to write and hit send? (laughs) So okay. I'm going to read them on the air, so my friend. So we're going to do email of the week mm-hmm. instead of reading... Okay, so I'll just only answer one email a week Yeah, until well, we just have way, way, way too many. I mean, we may do a couple thousands if we, if we get a couple. You like the song? Yes. Yeah, it, uh, it sounded horrible <laughs> because I don't really like country very much, but it was great. It was Neil Young. All we can get is old rockers to do our songs. You know, we, we got Elton John to do the... Call him a rocker? What's this movie about? Are you calling either of... Wait, I was thinking Neil Diamond. Who is Neil Young? Neil Young. Man, we talked about him. He he took his stuff off Spotify because he got butthurt about something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what, what song did he make that I know? Someone took the time to write and hit send. Now I'm going to read it on the air, my friend. It's the email of the week. I hate that song. I don't know how I'm going to be able to listen to that. So that's oh. that, that's that's Neil Young. You did a good job. Don't get me wrong. It just it hurts my ears to hear it. Just I I I really hate that song. Did you know I would hate it? Well, I'm not a fan of Neil Young either, so I'm not it surprised. Sounds the genre is bad. It's like that um that subreddit like terrible taste but great execution. <laughs> I hate that. I'd like it, too. <laughs> I don't think I'd have it any other way. I wouldn't either. But it's regrettable that I wouldn't have it any other way. And it's kind of funny because now Neil Young's stuff is back on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, he realized, well, mm-hmm. I kind of need those couple cents to be rolling in yep. every month. All right, so the first email is from our, our uh, good buddy and super fan, uh, Eric from Cali. First email? I got a couple. So this should be emails of the week. You messed up the lyrics? <laughs> All right, so it's the fart of the fart of the week. How many farts were on that? Okay. Yeah, you didn't give me a fucking hard time then. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bitch. I think I noticed it more on the, like it clicked with the, uh, that should be plural this time, but not on the fart one. All right, well, I can fix just it. Add the, you want me to fix it real quick? Add the... Someone the took the time to write and hit send. Now I'm going to read it on the air, my friend. It's the email of the week. Oh, friend. 
All right, so we heard from uh, Eric from California, and uh, remember, well, of course you don't, because it's been several episodes ago, uh, during Overlord, I mentioned that every World War II movie will have some guy who sounds like he was plucked straight off the, the streets of Brooklyn or the Bronx with uh, yeah, a heavy I accent. Yeah, said that. Yeah, so uh, he said, I'm pretty sure Enemy at the Gates doesn't have a guy like that, because it's based solely on uh, German and Russian. So uh, yeah, you, you got me, Eric. Way to, way to point out my, my flaws. <laughs> <laughs> the smart Alec. <laughs> I did email him back and, and told him off, of course. Um, uh, but then I asked him if he was still doing uh, a podcast because remember, not too long ago, he yeah. asked some questions. He said uh, that he's working on it. They've uh, they've recorded a couple things. One ended up being like four hours long, so they kind of scrapped that because who the fuck wants to edit something that long? Yeah, uh, I know I get upset when ours is like two and a half hours. But he also said that I work in HVACR, which uh, air conditioning and heating. HVAC, yeah. Yeah, he says this summer has obviously been brutal um, and says the reboot of the podcast will likely be after August. So uh, he said he'd definitely keep us posted. But uh, I just want to say kudos to you, Eric, for working in an industry where you can be a superhero. Yeah, or he can be a deadbeat old guy that should have stopped 25 <laughs> years ago. Well, maybe when he's 80, he'll, he'll do that. <laughs> but. Please stop at 80. You don't want people thinking, oh, is he dead? Oh, damn, I forgot to buy water at Costco now. He's literally <laughs> just going to die in our attic. So your, your pop, you know, uses him because we introduced yeah. them a long, long time ago and continues to use him. And we keep telling him, quit using the guy because he never shows up. Well, he called the other day because his uh, AC upstairs was broken and he never goes upstairs. So... Uh, it got to be like 90-something degrees because some family came in town to stay. Mm -hmm. He called Jim, and Jim's like, oh, yeah, I'll be out there. And then he calls Mom, and he's like just bitching about how the guy never shows up. And I called him then, and I called him then, and we're just like, yeah, man, we, we told you. Quit quit and using that like, guy. Daggummit, Jim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so hats off to you, Eric. You you are the hero that the people need in yes. the summer. You could probably get more money in other places. Oh, yeah. You Go could, to Arizona, Nevada. I could come here, man. It's been... North Dakota? Yeah, well, triple digits. Triple digits in North Dakota, uh -huh. where we live? We live in South Dakota now, Jack. That's <laughs> so we much moved farther down south. Near the, remember, the Corn Palace is right down the street in uh, the, 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 the Sturgis. The rubber band ball thing. The Sturgis Bicycle Rally is down the road, too. <laughs> you know, isn't there a big rubber band, like five blocks away, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the big rubber band ball? Yeah. That's how we tell people to get to our house. They turn left at that big rubber band ball. Yeah. And then go down past the Corn Palace and then past the Sturgis Bicycle Rally. And that's normally where we are. And by the cornfield, too. Take a right at the cornfield. The fifth cornfield, not the first. We also got an email from uh, Michael from Pennsylvania, the, uh, the our good friend who we sent a T-shirt to to wear to the Blobfest. Blob fanatic. His email says, okay, I know I promised to wear your shirt to Blobfest, but I forgot that I'd previously promised to wear a button down with dinosaurs and tacos that my son picked out for my birthday this year, <laughs> which in hindsight was actually more in keeping with that crowd. I did grab a sticker and get a nice photo, though, so my apologies, but I promised my kid first. So, uh, yeah, hey, kids first That's all fine. the time. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I, th I think you could take a lesson from him. <laughs> About kids first all the time. I mean, you were you were first for a long time, and then I realized that it was <laughs> you, threw you know me to the curb. I, I, my, you know, I had to rearrange my priorities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I would do. I don't blame you. He didn't end up wearing our shirt, Karen but he did um, take a picture with our uh, sticker, 
and held it up in front of the Colonial Theater, <laughs> which I'm going to put on. And we're on, just standing on, out there. Yeah, I'm going to put that on Instagram. And then he sent us a, a picture of himself in front of that. So I'm still super jealous. I, I want to go to Blobfest one day. I think that would be really fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, we got an email from uh, Mrs. Rosalind Kim. And it goes something like this. Good day. I'm Mrs. Rosalind Kim from the Philippines. My dear, would you be able to handle a project for us? Please contact me on for more details. What is, is that a new app? On for more details? Is that <laughs> for more it, details new app? Please contact me on for more details. And you can tell, well, already you knew it was fake, but like when they say, hey, dear, it's like, dude, do you not realize that Americans don't like that unless it's a grandma saying that to them? Like, dear is not something anybody says unless they're over the age of what? Would you agree with like, 55 is when deer becomes something that, and it's only, yeah. I, I've never been called deer by a man. So I'm going to go ahead well, and say, yeah, it's only a grandma thing. I hate like <laughs> when I go to a restaurant and they're like, okay, dear, I'll be right back. Or, okay, sweetheart, I'll refill that for you. No, stop it. <laughs> no, you're it's not like, getting a better tip by calling me sweetheart. Sometimes when I'm in work in the register at work. Someone calls me, sir. I'm like you fuck off with that. <laughs> I don't care. How old are you when you become a sir though? Not my age. I'm 21. Exactly. I've had like teenagers, like 16, 17 year old boys say, uh, yes, sir. Like when I'm like, you want a receipt in the bag, man? Yes, sir. I just called you man. I'm directly breaking that barrier. You call me what you want and I won't care. <laughs> People come up with like shitty nicknames at work and I don't care. I don't care what anyone calls me. All right, so I actually responded to uh, Ms., uh, Mrs. Kim Rosalind from the Philippines who wanted us to do a... Uh, and the fact that it says Mrs. or whatever yeah. you're saying. I said, uh, hi, Rosalind Kim. I was excited to get your email as I love doing projects, except <laughs> for if it's a science project because I never cared too much for the subject, but maybe it was just the teachers I've had, so don't exclude me based on that, especially if it involves building a miniature volcano. Besides, your project already sounds way better because the Philippines are involved. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know the Philippines were actually named after Philip Michael Thomas, who played Ricardo Tubbs in the 1980s smash hit television show Miami Vice? Uh. He also has 11 kids with five different women. Wow, right? <laughs> he also had a short singing career and had a song called Fish and Chips, and it goes something like this. Don't talk about appetizers, because I'm a hungry man. I want the full course, baby. I could eat the frying pan. I feel like a wild man with hunger deep inside. Not going to rush into it, but I'll love you till you're satisfied. When I want filet mignon, fish and chips just won't do. Got to have me something special. I've got my eyes on you. Is that real? Mm-hmm. Wow. Then I said, it's pretty much one of my favorite songs. I like when he says he could eat a frying pan. I imagine that being a euphemism for a lady part, but I'm too shy to tell you which one. <laughs> How long was your reply? <laughs> I feel like you had to scroll down on the computer. Anyway... What's this project you speak of? Is it secret? Does it cost money? Do you need my social security number or for me to buy some TJ Maxx gift cards and give you the PIN numbers? <laughs> if the answer is yes to any or all of the above, baby, I'm your man. I hope you don't mind that I just called you baby in that last sentence I just wrote. It's just that, well, you're from the Philippines, which as previously noted was named after Philip Michael Thomas of Miami Vice fame, who happens to be my favorite actor and singer. So I don't think it was by accident that your message slid its way into my inbox. If you're feeling the same way, then... Don't offer pie and ice cream. Try to ease my mind. I want the main course, baby, seasoned just right. Next time you see me with that wild look in my eyes, open up your kitchen, girl, and feed me till I'm satisfied. When I want filet mignon, fish and chips just won't do. Got to have me something special. I got my eyes on you. 
I really look forward to hearing back from you regarding more details about your project. Until then, Palam McCall Co. Love, Jack. I signed your name up. That's okay with you. <laughs> Did you? Two days later. Oh. Hello, my dear. My name is Mrs. Rosalind Kim. I am a 58-year-old <laughs> woman from the Philippines. Presently, I'm hospitalized in the Philippines where I've been undergoing treatment for an acute esophageal cancer. I'm a dying widow who has decided to donate some of her wealth to a reliable individual that will use this money to help the poor and less privileged. I want to make a donation of 3.7 million pounds <laughs> to orphans or charitable organizations in your area. Can you handle it? If you're willing to accept this offer and do exactly as I instruct you, then get back to me for more explanation. Best regards, Mrs. Rosalind Kim. <sighs> so then I write back, dearest Rosalind, Whoa, I did not see that coming. I'm so sorry to hear about your acute esophageal cancer, but I guess it's better if you're going to get killed by something that it's acute instead of ugly. Oh, God. I'm just one of those people that likes to turn frowns upside down, even if it's just for a moment. I hope it worked. Anywho, did you listen to that Philip Michael Thomas song? You didn't mention it in your last email. Also, I wanted to apologize if I came on too strong in that last email, but you know what they say. If you don't take your shot, you'll always miss. Seriously, though, if you don't feel the same way, just let me know because I've been hurt before, like in 1990 when Miami Vice got canceled. I mean, it had gone downhill for a while, but I was still gutted when it happened. Many years later, they made a Miami Vice movie with Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell, and I mean, it was okay, but it was just a movie, so it didn't fill that weekly entertainment void in my heart. But then I discovered Growing Pains and bought the Steelbook Blu-ray box set, and it has all 166 episodes to choose from, which is 53 more than the Miami Vice put out. It also has some exclusive items like an authentic piece of fabric from Mike Seaver's Z Cavaricci pants and an autographed picture of Alan Thicke, who is Robin Thicke's dad. Do you remember him? He had that hit single, Blurred Lines, that was hella popular, but then he got sued by Marvin Gaye's estate for sampling one of his songs without permission. I heard Robin works at Sonic now. I love the corn dogs and tater tots there. Do you have Sonics in the Philippines? Hey, do you want to know something weird? Do you remember the actor who played the homeless kid in The Growing Pains? His name is Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you think that's his real name? This is so long. If it is, do you think it's just a coincidence that he has the same name as the guy who painted the Mona Lisa? Or do you think he might be his great, 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 great grandson or nephew or something? I guess there's no way to know. Anywho, I thought he was a pretty good actor. I wonder whatever happened to him. Anywho, after careful consideration, <laughs> I would... How many anywho's? I would like to help you, but I'm just letting you know that I've also got an offer from Betty Jane, who has ovarian cancer, mm -hmm. and I don't think hers is acute. Ha ha. She is also dying and wants to give me 4.5 million pounds to orphans and widows, but she's also going to let me have 20% of it so we can update our lobby and probably buy some cocaine. I know they say that stuff is bad for you, but so are hamburgers and you don't see me turning those down. Ha ha. Unless they have lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and onions. Yuck. Hey, did you know that sometimes they put eggs on hamburgers? <sighs> My son got one the other day. He likes it, but even though I like eggs, I'm hesitant to try it. I mean, I like nacho cheese, Doritos, and pancakes, but I'm not in a hurry to combine the two because gross. Anywho, so what percentage of the 3.7 million pounds are you willing to give me to do as I please, mainly cocaine? I'd like to work with you because of our strong connection, but in Betty Jane's deal, I stand to make 900,000 pounds. As they say across the pond, the ball is in your court. Can't wait to hear back from you. P.S., I thought about giving you my phone number so we could talk about this, 
but then I thought about your esophageal cancer and got kind of worried that maybe you couldn't talk or that you might have to use one of those voice box things. And I got to be honest, when I hear somebody using one of those to talk, it cracks me up and it's hard for me to hold in my laughter. I know it's wrong and I feel bad, but I seriously can't help it. PSPS, please listen to the fish and chip song and let me know what you think. Love always, Jack. Please tell me she did not reply. I've not got a reply yet, Jack. Thank God. And, and that was July I would have been sitting here for another fucking 15 <laughs> minutes just listening to you talk. Part of me just really hopes that they took the time to read that. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the whole first one. Well, but then they still replied. <laughs> I, I don't know. And it, this whole thing makes me think of uh, recently this person added me on Snapchat. And they were trying to get me to click this link for like naughty stuff or whatever. And I was like, I, I kept them on like just typing and texting for like 30 minutes. Um, and they had sent me like just nudes. And then I was like, how do I know I can trust you? And they sent me a screenshot of their chat with somebody else that had like signed up for the website. And I was like, that could be fake. And like, no, honey, trust me, it's not. And then <laughs> they're like, website, agree? And I was like, agree. And it was like, <laughs> my screen is cracked. I can't, I can't sign up. I'm getting it <laughs> fixed tomorrow. Trust me, like, trust me. And then they left me on red. And I was like, why are you, trust me, please. I'm like going to give you the money tomorrow. Don't worry. I got it. I just got to wait until tomorrow. They were not happy. And uh, it, it cracks me up that these scammer people, they always like the nudes they send are white women. And then they just speak terribly. Like they type like no person I've ever typed to before. Like just constantly, they kept typing agree with like three question marks. And it's like, well, like you're not, none of your sentences are even close to sounding right when I read them. Like I obviously, I know it's a scam immediately because white girls don't talk like that. Just like, come on, like you got to try, like just try to do something else. Be a Nigerian prince or something. Like, that's easier. Right. Well, I will uh, let you know if Ms. Rosalind Kim um, responds. And she got suddenly aggressive, like, towards the end of one of the emails. <laughs> let me know now. Let me know by tomorrow at midnight. Well, there really is a Betty Jane. She she did email me about her <laughs> ovarian cancer and stuff. Really? And, and I did respond to her, but I didn't, I didn't hear anything back. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll save that email till later because uh, we don't want this to be another hour long. Yeah. But I, I had a nice response to Rosalind her, too. Rosalind Kim yeah. and Betty Jane. Yeah. I think I'm just going to just cut and paste whenever I get these things and just, like, change out uh, some names and stuff and just see <sighs> if I can get somebody, you know. That to... is funny when he said he could eat a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a woman's private part, but I was too shy to tell you. Oh, my gosh. I do hope that I at least wasted a little bit of somebody's time instead of our listeners. And I don't even necessarily care if I ever get to see the impact of something I do. Like I got some used books from Half Price Books before and like in the front, it'll be like, uh, Joey, I hope you do a good job and you're the film industry, love grandma, you know? And, yeah. And I've written some ridiculous things in those before and, and, and taken <laughs> really? them and donated to places. Like, like what? Can you um, think of any? I, I wrote them down somewhere and I, <laughs> and I don't know where because um, I used to, to blog a lot. I think one was like men are from Mars and women are from Venus that was given to me. And I think I wrote something in there uh, 
from a, a wife to a husband, and I like signed it at the the end. I want a divorce or something like that. Just <laughs> just hoping okay. you know when people look that up and they'll they'll like it. I don't think there was anything dirty, but I'll I'll look it up and I'll find them. And, if you put uh, something dirty, it had to have been in like an adult's book. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten like a Bob the Builder picture book. <laughs> I love the way you suck that dick, <laughs> like just right in the front. Can we suck it? <laughs> yes, we can. Wasn't that Bob the Builder? Can we build it? Yes, we can. I also like, I like to talk about how, like, I don't know, because <laughs> I've, I've done this to multiple, like, sex fake people or whatever, but my wife and kids have to eat, but I really want to use your website. <laughs> can I get a discount? Or, like, uh, maybe we'll just be hungry for a little bit. I gotta, I will buy this. I will. <laughs> I like to tell them that I will purchase it and send them money. Yeah. But at the end, I did let them know that they have some competition with with Betty Jane. <laughs> yeah, the so maybe nine, they maybe they will thousand pounds. Maybe they will send something back. But maybe I'll read uh, Betty Jane's next week. Okay, on the uh, email of the week. Yeah. Someone took the time to write and hit send. Now I'm gonna read it on the air, my friend. It's the email of the that before you start dragging out that note, it sounds like it could have been a song that like Carrie Underwood was featured on. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. That's not saying something. She, yeah, it is. She's garbage. She is not. That girl can sing. I, I just well, hate her Monday night. She football. literally just reduced to an NFL poster <laughs> woman. She probably doesn't even release music anymore. I, I mean, don't think I, she does. I wouldn't. And the NFL's probably paying her plenty fine. Yeah, she didn't have to. All right, so if you would like your email read on the email of the week, guess what you got to do? You got to send us an email, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We welcome all questions, comments, death threats. Uh, send it on over, and if we dig it, you'll get your 15 minutes of fame. Uh, probably less than that, but, yeah. uh, you know, you could become famous. This could be the big break that you're waiting for. So uh, moviemuggin at gmail.com, send it our way. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so today's movie came out in 2006. It's rated R, of course. Runtime of one hour and 23 minutes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 61%, while the audience gave it a 71%. IMDb gave it 6.9 out of 10 stars. Uh, Mormon mothers tell us that they're bare-breasted women. And that there's plenty of violence. <laughs> uh, I didn't want jack to look pick, at the jack specifics. Pick, jack pick, Jack pick, Jack pick. This movie is called Crank. Does this uh, have the uh, handsome, um, hairless Jason Statham? <laughs> yeah. There's a, a sequel as well. It's called Crank High Voltage. The crankiest. <laughs> and And we'll get into the sequel when we come back. So, so I'll I'm, talk about it a little bit. I'm pretty sure if I remember... You've seen it? No, I, I have not seen it. But I, I think, like I was flipping channels one time and I came across it. And I think I remember reading the description and he like has something within him where he has to... It's kind of like speed. He has to keep his heart rate up to a certain thing or he'll I explode thought, or something. Oh. I don't know. I was going to say, I thought speed was about a bus. Yeah, but it had to stay at like 50 miles an hour or else the bomb would, would blow up. <laughs> so I think, if I remember right, it's it's something like that. I I can tell you if you want to know. No, 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 no. I, I, you know what? I like Jason Statham. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if you liked him or not. I, what wouldn't I like about him? Well, 
I, I don't know. I mean, cool voice. You don't ripped as fuck. Beats the shit out of everybody. You don't like Steven Seagal, and they're very <laughs> oh. similar in okay. many ways. One of them is a fat fuck that defected to Russia, and has a nasty ponytail and no talent. And then the other one is the exact opposite of him. Let's be real. If Jason Statham could grow hair, he would have a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think He'd his, look way cooler with one. I think his hero and mentor was Steven Seagal. I, I remember reading that somewhere, That's a lie. somewhere as well. You just made that up. I, why would I make something up like that? Because I hate Steven Seagal. He brings absolutely zero value to the world, and he never has. He was literally a fucking Russian now. What's worse than Russians? Child molesters. <laughs> okay, fine. Russian child molesters. <laughs> That's the worst. Okay. <laughs> I fell in love with Jason Statham at Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and then again in Snatch, before he became a uh, action hero. Would you believe that I don't remember him in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? I don't really remember that movie at all. Jack, I remember we are all aware of your memory issues when it comes to movies. That I remember Father. That was his name, right? What? He had the kid in the car, and he was a badass in that movie. Okay. I don't remember any of the main characters. One of them was from Goodfellas, wasn't he? I don't recall somebody in there from Goodfellas. Uh, oh, maybe not. It doesn't matter. Maybe the same same director. That's probably what I'm thinking, right? Mm, no, no. Martin Scorsese, Guy Ritchie, uh, two different people. Whatever. But, uh, just you know. Oh, so they got I a bunch said of the mob's money, right? You're, and then you're just you're just embarrassing yourself. Well, I'm. I don't care if I'm embarrassing myself. Embarrassing myself. I'm trying to piece together what that movie was and you're patronizing me but they and I'm, came th- here, I'm thinking of leaving that's not what they came here for they came here for crank <laughs> i don't think they came here they had no idea that's what i was gonna play yeah because they but saw the title happened? episode 169 okay crank. but what happened in that movie they got a bunch of money and so the mob was after them yeah the mob was after them because uh, a card game that they lost that they all got their money together for mm-hmm. and then they needed money to pay the mob and they found out their next door neighbors were growing weed and so uh. they decided they were going to rob their next door neighbors and there was a whole lot of other people involved and they ended up getting off scot-free because like the mobsters or whatever got involved and it's a guy Ritchie movie a lot of moving parts okay but it was good i can't remember what you gave it now we didn't even fucking do it for an episode if we did and but then, it didn't then, work then out. we scrapped it because Guy Ritchie movies are difficult to do. <laughs> I mean, the gentleman was good. I've been wanting to play Snatch, but I'm afraid to. I love the movie. Well, I know Brad Pitt's in Snatch as well, right? Yeah. And Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. One day, one day, I'll just roll the dice and we'll see. But right now, it's crank time. So let's crank it on up and take a movie mug and pause. And we're back after watching 2006's Crank. Yep. Let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about a man, like I said earlier, Jason Statham, who is uh, a hitman. And he is given a, uh, a a shot of some kind of poison that if his heart isn't beating really, really fast, he dies. So he finds out who gives it to him, and his goal is to find that guy and hopefully get the antidote, but if not, to kill him. Mm-hmm. And so... He goes on the search for him all the while, trying to keep his heart rate up by doing different crazy things. Yeah. And in the end, he falls out of a helicopter and uh, crashes into a car with a uh, fantastic bounce onto (laughs) the asphalt, and uh, his heart is still beating, and then it fades to black. Yep. And then credits. Yep. Let's see what the internet has to say. Chev Chelios. Pretty good name. Yeah. I like it. I like his last name. 
Yeah, Chelios, that was the name of a famous uh, hockey player, played for the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, if you didn't know. And hockey players always have the weird last names. So. Well, they're from all over. Jeff Chelios, a hitman wanting to go straight. I didn't know he's gay. Huh. They'd left that whole backstory out of it. Shaking my head right now. Shaking your head and farting over there. <laughs> that one was stifled real bad. So he's wanting to go straight. He lets his target slip away. Then he awakes the next morning to a phone call that informs him that he's been poisoned and only has an hour to live unless he keeps adrenaline coursing through his body while he searches for the antidote. This movie was fun. Yes, it was fun. It was filmed in such a way where there was constant cuts, constant music. Chaos camera. Yeah. He had to keep moving fast. And so the way the this was had filmed, to as well. it kept moving fast as well. And it just felt like it went by like... Super fast. Yeah. This movie was totally fun, and I definitely want to see the next one. <laughs> I do too. So can I talk about that for a second, the second one? I mean, I don't want you to give too much away because I, I feel like well, I will check this out at some point. But I, I mean, if you it's know. It's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, so okay. basically, at the very end of this one, falls out of the helicopter, presumably alive. And the second one, I think they said it's Chinese mobsters. They replace his heart with a mechanical one, and he only has like an hour before it stops, so he keeps having to electrocute himself. Okay. And she's trying to get his heart back. <sighs> and like the the um, picture of it, he's like holding something like on his tongue. He hooks up a car battery to himself. So he's like going crazy, I guess, pressing a button, and it's like, and then he, he's fine for another little while. Really, all you got to do is you got to carry around a fork and stick it in a light socket uh, every now and then. A nine volt hit your tongue. May not be enough. <laughs> but I just, that's ridiculous. Like, I, I read that it's gorier, it's more over the top. I was like, well, just watch the first one. More titties? Probably. I mean, I don't know really how you beat this movie and bare-breasted women, but... We've done it before. What movie? Oh, I don't really there want to go back and look through them. In this there were a lot of boobs in this, but there's been lots of boobs in lots of movies. I yeah. think that used to be your criteria, that like the movies <laughs> uh, had to show boobs. That was never my criteria. I watch anything without boobs, pretty but... Sure, pretty sure it was your criteria there you for You made it up. There was lots of boobs I in your movies. I was boobs and violence And you're still boobs and violence. I knew you, that's you too. You'd like to watch movies with boobs and violence. I didn't say I didn't. But you don't have to, and just like I don't have to. We watched Juno last week, and I loved it, and there's no boobs and no violence. What if we had to watch movies with boobs and violence, or else we'd die? We just had to continually watch movies with boobs and violence. Suck. If we get old, we get old after a while. Would it? Yes. I mean, boobs in movies don't do anything for anybody. I like looking at boobs. I don't. In a movie, I don't care really. Okay. It's not like I get a boner or like aroused at all. So I could go with or without boobs in movies. Okay, but which would you rather go with? <laughs> I guess boobs. There you go. <laughs> I always say yes to boobs and bacon. It's a good philosophy. Yeah, so some of the things that he did to keep his heart rate going is uh, he fought a bunch of black guys. <laughs> yeah, he said, time to kick some black ass. 2006 was a different time. This movie had some interesting racial racial things in it. Yeah. And many uses, well, not many, a few uses of the F slur. And then, of course, he, uh, he took cars and he ran from the police and he drove through a mall, which is our second movie with uh, people driving through the mall. Which is cool. Do you remember the first movie? Yes. Do you? Yes. Okay. Do you think I do? 
I can tell you that I yes, I do. Okay, well, you can't remember two movies ago. So what what movie was it? It's Piranha, right? <laughs> kidding. Blues Brothers, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And Blues Brothers still did it better. Well, yeah, this movie's was shorter lived, and he did some weird flip onto an escalator. Which I, I like that. And the escalator was pushing his car up. Uh-huh. I thought he was gonna stay in it, and once he like got up, it was gonna flip back. And then he would have just done the the second story cheat code and gotten to the second story in a car. Yeah. He fucked his girlfriend in front of everybody. Yeah. Um, that, it was funny when the, the girls in the bus, it's like this like tour bus or something full of girls, uh, like pulled up and they're all watching. Everyone was in a circle watching. And it shows them talking on the news later. And they're talking about how he's such a man and it was cute and... He used Magnum size and all this stuff. It was funny. This movie was it was funny and it did not take itself too seriously. Oh my gosh, no! Well, at the same time, like, what was his friend Kalo? I don't know. <laughs> he had this like he was a club kid. It was just bizarre. I wasn't ready for it. So he like just calls him and it shows him at home. They're both talking, and Statham was like, "Where were you last night?" And he's like, "Uh," and it showed him like. Like all cross dressed in a club doing these like weird dances and weird music with mm-hmm. it was just I was not ready for that. I was it was that was the beginning of the movie. I, I hadn't been introduced to the weirdness yet. And then the rest of the time he's wearing like slippers, a crop top. <laughs> he he had something else on and he like fought someone with a a rolling pin and then he got used as a meat shield for a billion bullets. I liked him. He was funny. I liked him too. It's a it's a shame that he did not end up making it. Um, Dennis from uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah, had he a little, had a brief cameo. Uh huh. Which it was good. It was perfect for him too with his voice. I like it. Dwight Yoakam was the uh, doctor. doctor. Uh huh. Guitars and Cadillacs and hillbilly music. Mm-hmm. The honky tonk man. Hey hey mama, would your daddy come home? You used to listen to a lot of Dwight Yoakam when you were in the shower. I know. I'd crank that the up. CD and the. The radio thing. What was your favorite Dwight Yoakam song? Uh, I like that one, whichever one he said Bo Weevil in. <laughs> I like that one. That was uh, an old Elvis redo. What, um, I don't like gosh. Elvis. I'll be the, the first and only person brave enough to admit that they don't like Elvis. I don't like old fat Elvis, but I loved uh, 1956 to about 1960 Elvis was fan-fucking-tastic. Fantastic. And a lot of people say well, you wouldn't have today's Rock music, if it weren't for Elvis, kind of breaking that barrier. He's nothing special. Bullshit. Young Elvis was fucking awesome. But I I don't think he's a legend. Well, because you're young. You're like a millennial. Come on. Uh, He's not. He was was just a dude who swung his legs and everyone got jealous because somehow that made the girls wet back then. And then, boom, he's a legend. He is absolutely a legend. He He was larger than life. He's not a, a rock legend. Would you say that Michael Jackson was a legend? Yes. I would say Elvis was bigger than Michael Jackson for his time. Michael Jackson was the king of pop. Elvis Presley is the king of rock and roll. I I just don't think that what Elvis had was so special that nobody else could do it ever. You know? I mean, Elvis was very basic. He had a deep voice, and that was about it, and cool hair, and he was hot. He really had that much deep of a voice. He could could go deep on songs. But you know what I mean, though. What was his special? How many songs can you name of Elvis? That Hound Dog song. Okay, what else? Didn't he do a Jailhouse Rock? Yeah. I don't know anything else. Okay, so you haven't really (laughs) listened to his catalog of work to be able to make— And that's your fault that I don't know the legend of rock. 
All right. Well, the next movie I'm going to pick is G.I. Blues starring Elvis Presley. Great. Or maybe Blue Hawaii starring Elvis but Presley. Like, or maybe Love Me Tender starring Elvis what Presley. Was or maybe his, Jailhouse Rock. What was his thing that he had he, that nobody else can have? Viva Las Vegas. He had charisma. He had the look. He had the sound. He the was, charisma doesn't matter. Bullshit. And, and being a fucking legend of music, you don't have to do anything but have good music, in my opinion. I, I, Michael Jackson, there's just and never going to be anybody like him. There's never going to be anybody like Elvis Presley. Because no one wants to play that kind of music. Well, it's he was fucking in the 50s and 60s. And but I just, I don't think, he's a lot more default than Michael Jackson. So I don't think him and Michael Jackson should be... Who's Michael Jackson? You see, look, you're grasping at straws because you know you're wrong about I'm Elvis. I'm not wrong about Elvis Presley. He was phenomenal. But what does he have that no one else can? Leg movement, knee movement. Tell me what Michael Jackson had that nobody else. It's had. Michael Jackson. Okay, it's Elvis Presley. He had that thing. Elvis Presley had that thing. He had a voice no one else has. Just a- everything about him was just different. I mean, Elvis could have did Shimon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe Michael Jackson <laughs> sounds like he's here. Yeah, maybe he should uh, do a segment. He may do one of our songs you at got some point. Neil, whatever. Young. Neil Young. You got. Elton John. Elton John. Now it's time for another... Well, he's dead, but old, I guess you could say. The ghost of Michael Jackson may come (laughs) back and do a song for a segment (laughs) in the future. You definitely got to hit the... Oh, yeah. That thing. I listened to something on TikTok one time that just removed all the words to the song and just left in the the noises and edited them together. It was... (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could... That was good. Thanks. Hit that one again. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, you had it, man. I did. You had I it. did it. I'm and gonna that's good enough. I'm gonna find that on TikTok and, and play that on here at some point. That was that was just yeah. fantastic. Matter of fact, I think I'll I'll try to find it and edit it in right now. <laughs> but. If I didn't edit it in, my apologies. Find it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it makes me think of uh, when in Star Wars when they're all getting their medals. Yeah. And they take out like all of the noise. Have you oh, seen yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have. I think uh, Chewbacca's scream is the real person yelling. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was awkward to watch that. Yeah, you just hear their feet hitting the ground. There was another cameo by Chester Bennington from yeah. uh, Lincoln Park, the late Chester, who uh, died of suicide. 2017? Um, I don't know, man. Something like that. That dude had some pipes, man. He could fucking he had some sing lungs, like nobody. Too. Yeah. And he held that one note and that one uh, given up song forever. Man, he was like my hero when I was a kid. Definitely sad. It's always sad when somebody young goes and especially if they're super talented uh-huh and and especially suicide i mean suicide just sucks all the way around but yeah when when somebody takes their life and they're successful and they're so talented and you know just on a, a grand stage it's just i don't know you you just kind of feel it more it's an example of money can't buy happiness, uh-huh. which I still believe it kind of can. But it, it can buy. It can buy a very fucking big amount of happiness. It can buy some good times for sure. But while we're on this subject, I did want to let people know if you haven't already heard. Um, there, there's a new number nine eight eight. 
and it's national now. It's like 911 for emergencies. 988 is for mental health emergencies. Hmm. So if you or somebody you love is struggling with suicidal thoughts, 988. Call that, and there'll be people on the other line that can that can help you out. So I am pretty cool. I'm so excited about this. I think it's just a, a fantastic thing. So 988. Remember it. 988. 988. Cool. So yeah, th- this was just all action, all fast moving, all the time. And uh, we were lucky enough to have uh, Olivia uh, reheat some of our leftover pizza. Mm-hmm. And when she texted that it was ready, I felt like I had to go down the stairs like really quick. <laughs> I, I didn't. Like I was just feeling it from this movie. I got to go down the stairs really quick. I got to pee really quick. And then I got to get my pizza and get back upstairs really quick. <laughs> that would suck in real life to have that poison in him that he has. Like, Especially being as out of shape. As, it would be impossible. But it's such a cool concept, though, and it's, <laughs> it's realistic enough of a concept. <laughs> Wait a minute, time out. What? What? Like you? You don't? There's fucking trillions of poisons in the world with all different effects. So why do you think there isn't one that could bind to your whatever receptors, adrenaline receptors, and stop them until you die? And the way to counteract it is to just manually get adrenaline going like it sounds outlandish for the movie but is it really i don't think so i mean it's pretty outlandish uh, and elvis is the king of rock i don't think that's that outlandish that elvis is the king of rock i'm sure this poison doesn't exist that can do that but maybe the fact that they made the poison just do like a natural thing that seems like well huh? <laughs> could be a thing i don't know the fact that that question can be asked about it was cool to me that yeah. it wasn't just super unrealistic. I'll give you that. And this whole movie was super unrealistic, but they were just having fun with it. Yeah, and it was fun. I do wish the shooting scenes were better. Most of the time when he was shooting, he was missing people. And when people did get shot, there was never, there's nothing to it really. Um, what about when the bad guy's brother got shot? Why, and you didn't get to see it happen, really. Um, and it didn't show it on the screen. I, like, it cut around because it showed the um, Kato get covered in blood, and then it showed the guy's face with, like, no exit wound. It was just bloody. And it showed Jason Statham walk behind him and put it to the back of his head, but I don't think it, it didn't, like, show it. I think that the... Craziest part of it was when he cut the guy's hand off with a meat cleaver, and then he grabbed his gun with his hand still on it and shot him <laughs> with it. Yeah, and then he took the hand off and said like high five or something to Cato and threw it at him. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could be like a mob boss? No, I wouldn't want to kill people. You don't have to. You get your minions to do that. Well, no, I'm thinking my minion fucks up because as a mob boss, you know that not all of the people you have are smart or even worth a shit. You know, so like you're going to get the, the Joe Pesci's of Goodfellas who just want to kill everybody and get as strong and rich as they possibly can. And uh, you can't have that in your family. So the mob bosses in this, they needed better people because a lot of the guys that they had, it's like they never went to the range or anything. It's just like, OK, you're on the team. Here's a submachine gun or, you know, here's a couple of Desert Eagles or or whatever. And then they couldn't shoot for shit. They were like fucking stormtroopers out there. It's like if I was a mob boss, I would be like, all right, today's range day. We're all going to go out, and you all are going to do some target practice. Exactly. And, and there was another part where they were walking behind Jason Statham, and they were like, okay, give me the piece. And he handed over the piece, and they didn't even fucking search him. 
It's like, man, I, I would really make sure that the guys that were under my command, you know, my my lieutenants and sergeants and privates and so forth. Your privates? Mm-hmm. That they were, uh, they were ready to go. My privates are usually ready to go. As I get older, I, I, I worry about, about that a little bit. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Mm-hmm. All right, so sex in public, would you ever do it? Uh, what is public? Where other people can see you. Where other people will see me or could see me? Both. Uh, where people will see me, uh, no. But where people could, yeah, why not? Like, if just something happens, you're like out on a picnic or something and things get frisky and you're like go to the woods or something and you're banging in there and there's a trail and you're not going to move, well, yeah, whatever. If a runner sees me, sure, I don't, I don't care. Would that be counted as public indecency? Yes. Really? Yes. Out in the woods? Having sex outside of your house, unless you, I guess you're in a tent and camping somewhere, but if you're having sex out in the open in a public place, yeah. I don't think public indecency should be a charge. What? I don't. You think you should be able to streak down the road? As and- long as there's no children, because then that makes it a crime to me. That you just adults can't a, get a offended. See your, I don't care if an adult gets offended. Okay. That's their problem. Well, no, you don't get to. You don't I, get so, to decide if something so bothers if, somebody else enough to have a. But I, I know. But it's ridiculous. I come on. Like, if you're an adult and you see someone naked and you get offended, it's like fuck you. Well, like, why are you wasting your time being mad that someone didn't wear clothes or like if I'm if I'm out on a jog or if anyone is out on a jog and saw someone fucking in the woods that's a great story that's funny if you're like walking out of a movie theater and you just see someone run by naked I would not care why would you care you just saw butt cheeks you put your hand between yours all the time when you shower like what <laughs> what does it matter like their butt cheeks or at worst you see a dick or a vagina because boobs are just butt cheeks with nipples, sort of, almost. Same, same-ish imagery, okay? I'm, they can both have cleavage, I guess. I'm talking like neither of them are, like, offensive to look at. I wouldn't say <laughs> boobs or butts are an offensive thing to see. It's more like, oh, man, I saw his dick. Like, oh, I saw her veg when she walked by. Like, it's one of those kind of things. Like, I just don't get how you could be offended by someone being naked. I shouldn't have to see somebody naked. But do you really care? There's a lot of people I can think of that, yeah, I really care if I saw them naked. But it would be funny at that point. After I was done dry heaving? (laughs) But it's it's like, what do you care, though? Like, Like I I wouldn't know. I don't don't get it. As long as a kid doesn't see and as long as they're not actually messing with you, I I don't see the problem with people being naked, even in public. Okay, so how about this? Say one of our neighbors, just just think of one of our neighbors, yeah. um, the male, and they're outside and they're doing yard work all the time and just, just bending over and pulling weeds and stuff. And I, I wouldn't you, care. I think it's funny. Okay. I don't want to see that. I so, would tell like, my friends, like, dude, he's out doing his lawn okay, naked but, again. But it would affect socks and sandals and that's it. It would affect my life. Like, I wouldn't want to go get the mail. You already don't want to go get the mail. But I would even more not want to go get the mail. If someone's outside, you don't get the mail, period. So I, it wouldn't affect you at all. You would I just, think the I only should thing be, it would change is if you look out the window, he sees his balls hanging between his legs from behind when he bends over. I feel like it. I should be protected from not having to see other people's wieners. It's just how I feel. You're a fucking loser. I don't want to see 
a bunch of wieners. I mean, I don't either, but I don't think it's a, a problem. People want to be do nudist shit. I don't want okay, so it to me. How are you going to keep them being nude somewhere, but not where kids are? Because well, we have kids on our street, so if the neighbor that's, is bending over... That's why over, I'm saying no one should be... I, everyone should be allowed to go around naked if they want. On a nude beach, but, maybe. But it's also their choice risking where they go naked. If you go over to if you go to Costco naked, yeah, a kid's gonna see your dick and it's gonna become a problem. So that's why you wouldn't go to Costco naked. It's a problem if I see your dick at Costco. <sighs> You're just a pussy. I'm about not a it. pussy. I who, don't want to you... see other naked people unless I get to pick who those naked people are. <laughs> I, I just I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> if I saw a dick, it's whatever. I've seen okay. plenty of dick. So you'd be cool. It's your work. Just naked people coming in all the time. You, that wouldn't make would you uncomfortable. Be, you wouldn't be like, oh, I just, oh. It would be awkward. And yeah. if they smelled, yeah. But I, I feel like people who would go around naked would smell too. But like, yes, it would affect me because yeah. it would be, if I'm walking in public and see naked people, doesn't affect me at all. Well, those. But if I'm, I'm literally they're going somewhere. Working in a store, and I, I need to like go up to someone. Hey, you finding everything okay? Yeah. And their dick is just out. Uh huh. Yes, then that would affect me. But that's different. Well, those naked people in public are going somewhere. They're just not like I'm going to go stand well, naked in public. They're going places. They're going well, to the okay. mall. They're going to your store. Although that doesn't. They're matter asking to you, you to lace to me. They're asking you to lace their shoe while it's on their foot, and you got to get down on one knee to do it. No, they wouldn't. Sure they would. Hey, can you someone, lace that up for me? Someone's asked me to do that, and I said, can you take it off your foot for me? And then I did it. You still got to stand next to them. I think the only weird part is talking to the naked person. But just to like be it's walking down the street on a Friday night and you see a naked person, it's only weird because it's not allowed. <laughs> no. No, it's weird regardless. Period. I don't think so. Period. All right, favorite part? I don't know. I mean, this whole movie, there wasn't a whole lot <laughs> different ever because uh, suddenly he his heartbeat would slow and he would have to do something, and it was never something so different from the last thing he did that they were really that distinguishable. I, I guess my favorite part was the whole hospital thing uh, from when he had the hospital gown on to when he had it off. <laughs> So yeah, there was some public indecency there. Yeah, he um butt was hanging out of the gown, which he, I which I talked about last episode how those are so fucked up. So he's getting chased by cops, he's trying to get epinephrine so he can have some artificial um adrenaline. Yeah, adrenaline. And so he's like shooting at cops and I guess he didn't want to kill them so he missed. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. So he gets puts on a gown, steals the epinephrine stuff from Dennis from Always Sunny. Oh, yeah, and then he, like, I don't know if he ditched his car. No, he just ran because he put too much in. So he's, like, overdosing, going super fast. The color is super saturated. And then he steals a gun off of a bike cop's bike or, like, off of his hip and is like, come here, pig. Like, I want to see a pig run. And he threw it, and he stole his bike. And I, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, you're right. As far as favorite parts, I mean, this this whole movie was pretty much the same thing. You know, shootouts and things to keep his heart rate up, uh, whether he's snorting coke or having sex outside or standing up on that motorcycle uh, to being a daredevil on it, yeah. and crashing it and driving fast, um, fighting people. So 
a favorite part. I mean, I guess I could just pick any of them. Uh, I like I like the mall scene, but also when he went into the the club and got the cocaine and then said it's time to fight some some black guys. Yeah. As the fight was going on in there, they showed an outside shot of the building, and twice it kind of ballooned out a little it bit, like, like yeah, like there was a you know the like the whole building could fill the chaos in there, and I just thought that was that was kind of a cool touch. Yeah, I like that too. All right, bucket of chicken. Um, I love Jason Statham, and he's just cool, and all, all of his movies are right up my alley. Got a great voice, too. Whether they're, yeah, whether they're good quality or not, <laughs> he has. Perfect look, perfect voice. Everything about him is just right for the characters he plays, and I guess that's why he's been chosen by Hollywood, that that's, that's his calling. Um, and his girlfriend was super hot, too, in this movie. She was in Road Trip. Uh, it's Amy Smart. Yeah, Which I, I don't remember her in that movie. Of course she didn't. Road Trip, I remember the guy with the snake. Uh, Stifler's in it. The car explodes or something. You don't remember the sex scene and then that tape got sent to his girlfriend? I don't remember the sex scene. I remember the idea of what you just said, the okay. that there was a sex scene and that it did get recorded and that they had to go. That's why they were driving. Yeah, well, the sex scene... To go get the tape before. Was with the girl from this. Okay. She I'll shows her it, boobs in a lot of movies. I'll give it to Jason Statham. Okay. It's just because he's fucking awesome. I wonder how tall he is, though. I think he's tall. Because I feel like they're... There is a possibility that he's like five six, <laughs> and that kind of, as much as it's stupid that height is like a such a thing that people care about. But I mean, if you're going to be a badass who's ripped and scary, five six doesn't necessarily make you very threatening. Yeah, not as. Yeah, I do love Jason Statham. I do love the way he looks. There was a part where uh, he called the bad guy at the end. He's like, okay, I'll meet you there. And w when he walks into the hotel where it is or the building, uh, he immediately identifies some people that he knows there are supposed to tail him or whatever, and he just stares them down. It's, it's a great look. He's five foot ten. Okay. How old do you think he is? He's 40. <laughs> you want to guess again? He's 47. Do you want to guess again? I have no idea then. He's 54. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. No older fucking than you. way. I would have never guessed. July 26th, 1967. Holy shit. How is he older than you? He looks great. He looks fantastic. <laughs> well, again, that even was, in his face and... But that so, was 14, 15, 16 years ago, something like that. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I think it was, it was math. Is that 16? It was math a while ago. Yeah, 14. Yeah, that's 16 years ago, yeah. which means... But I'm he still plays the same guy in the same movie every time. What's the latest movie he's been in? Like a Hobbs and Shaw or something like that? I saw him the other day. He was on one where... The Wrath of Man, the 2021. Is that he's the, the same guy. Is he? Is that the one where uh, he infiltrates like the, the people who do the armored cars? Yeah. Okay. I, I actually saw that. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen one of those YouTube yeah. videos on it. He looked good there, too. He, I mean, he pretty much looks the same. And his wife, she was in Mad Max Fury Road. She was the pregnant one. Okay. So he's married to a good-looking lady, too. Where is... Yeah, she passed away in that movie, though, so... Oh, I thought you were saying in real life. Oh, I was no, like, not what? that I'm How long have they been married? Is 2010. Okay, so a little while. And he seems... He looks like the kind of guy who wouldn't hold the marriage, but that's probably <laughs> just from the characters he plays. Also, the Meg. 
Yeah. 20, that was 2018. Okay. He definitely had his shirt off in that movie. Oh, and yeah. Looked at, he, his fucking torso looked like a Dorito, you know? Broad shoulders, and then it goes <laughs> down to the V-lines, you know? Yeah. And he, in 2018, he's a year older than you. 2018, that's five, four years ago. So he was 50. You mean in 2018, he was still a year older than me? But he was 50 is what I was, the point I was trying to make. But yes, he was still a year older than you. Yeah, f- at 50, can you imagine looking that way? Gosh, man. He, it, wow. He's impossibly in shape. And to learn that he's not like 38 <laughs> is... And I guess it makes sense. Like Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrels, he looked the exact same, didn't he? And <laughs> Pretty those, much. Those movies were old. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, what, what were those movies? Like, what, 99 and 2002 or something like that? Yeah, he's the fucking Paul Rudd of action heroes, man. I, and yeah, he just never ages. Wow. Gosh. 54. I cannot fathom that, yeah, I, man. See, you said 40, and I'm thinking around there, too. Yeah. Like, no way, he's much older. And you were like, guess again, I knew it was higher, but I'm like, <laughs> You have 40, you know, 47 I or whatever. I thought I might go over just a little bit with 47. Holy shit. He's older than you. Damn, Jason you, Statham. You've got to figure it out, man. <laughs> no. Fuck. I don't know what you've been doing. Ah, well, I, I did get my uh, barnacles frozen the other day, so hopefully those things will <laughs> yeah, fall off like, here. Yeah, what the hell? He doesn't even have any barnacles. <sighs> he's got a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nothing's impossible. You can get a six pack too. <laughs> I didn't have a six pack when I was in the army, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work for it. <sighs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't have that in me. <laughs> I don't even want six pack. You want what you got? I don't necessarily want what I got. <laughs> I don't. I don't want a six pack. But damn. Jason Statham, a year older than me. Yeah. Way to make me feel like a pile of garbage. You have your hair, though. I do have my hair. But, but you know what? Not having hair works for him, he man. He rocks it, man. I, I'm glad he doesn't have hair. What do you think he'd look like with a whole bunch of hair? I bet mean, I can Google Jason Statham with hair. What if he had, like, Kevin Bacon hair? I would not like him nearly as much. Oh, no. Really? Gross. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. You got you to gotta screenshot that to me so I can post it on uh, Instagram okay, as well. Okay, well, it looks good and like better in this picture. He looks really young there. Oh, is it slicked back? Yeah. No. Well, compared S- to screen, the... Screenshot Compared that. to the other one I saw, long hair, I don't like that on him. Well, he's got a handlebar mustache, too. Well, yeah. Screenshot both of those. <sighs> no. He... Well, there's him when he was balding. So he did used to look really young, because that, that looks really young. Yeah, he looks a lot younger there. Yeah. I, when did he lose his hair? I'm just trying to... His haircut oh. works for me, though, man. He looks really, really good with that. Uh, I think this hair is fake. I think <laughs> I think someone photoshopped <laughs> that on. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> fake. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Whoa. He almost competed in the Olympics. For what? Olympics in diving. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that slicked back picture was from. Wow. All right. Well, this is making for great audio. So uh, <laughs> my favorite part, I already said it. Uh, so my bucket of chicken just goes to uh, whoever put this together with all the edits and just uh, the uh, filters that popped up every now and then. And there was another time where uh, he said something like, do I look like a cunt? And the word cunt appeared over on his forehead. Yeah. I just thought that editing was awesome, too. They did a really good job putting this thing together and, and helping the flow, and they made it really, really fun. 
really fun. So I enjoyed that. All right, score time. I don't know. This one, it was fun. It was great. There wasn't necessarily anything really wrong with it. I think when he tried to get hyped and get his heart rate up to achy, breaky heart, I had a really hard time with that. I was like, dude, stop it. That's the king of country, though. You can't. Oh, gosh. (laughs) You can't discredit (laughs) Billy Ray Cyrus. You got me. Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, and Billy Ray Cyrus. They're, They're all right up there on the same pedestal. Yeah. I'll give it like 87. Okay. It was fun. I'm sure they would be happy with that rating because they got like what 60s and like a very low 70 from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm sure 87 is cool with them. Yeah, I'm giving it an 82. It it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the whole ride, um, and it was a ride. And I'd love to watch the second one. That's always a good sign after you watch a movie, especially because it. I read on Reddit that it literally picks up right there at the very end. Well, definitely. We'll have to we'll have to check it out sometime. All right, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 169 of Movie Muggins. 69, 69. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Uh, remember, if you want to be in the email of the week and you want to hear Neil Young, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Send it on over. Uh, we also have a website. We would love for you to go there. Uh, we got several links on there. One is to submit questions to Ask Jack. Another one takes you to our merch store. We got a lot of cool stuff over there. And another one, you can look up all the movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. You can also listen to our episodes on our website. Remember, if you rate or review us, you can send us an email about that, and I will send you a movie mug and sticker. Also, if you dig us, if you enjoy listening to us, tell a friend, man. Sharing is caring. We would appreciate that. We're trying to grow the show. So uh, until next time, thanks for listening. Have yourself a movie mug and day. Later. I grew up wearing tidy whities